What's up, world? Welcome to Airing It Out with my Dukes and Son. I'm Ziggy Blackwell. And I'm Jeanette Blackwell. And we are back again with a brand new episode. Thank you for the high energy um, these last couple of weeks. I looked at the analytics and the page views are way up. Um, so please uh, continue to su support us on Spotify. Please continue to support us on the Facebook channel. And very soon we are going to try to move the platform to Apple um, just so we can make sure that we can view a larger audience. But as always, share a friend, tell a friend, and thank you for your continuous support. But this week, um, this week we have several, several topics that um, are popular in the black community. Um, and so for me, all black everything today because we have several <laughs> topics that we're going to talk about that is in the black community and so i wanted to get in the spirit all black everything today so we're going to start off first talking about britney griner so if you have not followed the news lately britney griner wnba star uh, was recently released from incarceration in a russian prison through a prisoner exchange and uh there is some controversy uh, surrounded around that. But uh, before we talk about that, Ma, um, this has been on your mind, you know, for several weeks. We talked about it about a month ago. So I'll jump into it, Ma. Where do you want to take it? Well, first of all, I am so very happy that she is back home on American soil. Uh, shout out to the Biden administration for negotiating this exchange. However, this exchange doesn't seem to go over well uh, for uh, uh, some of the uh, Twitter and other social media platforms and mm -hmm. populations. Some people have just been sounding off uh, and making their voices known that they are disappointed in uh, the choice that was made to release Brittany Griner uh, rather than release uh, Paul Whalen, who has been held um, uh, on a uh, espionage and spy charge. Uh, I want to uh, read a statement from the Whelan family regarding uh, that. Uh, Paul Whelan's twin brother, David, has been the spokesperson for the family. And the statement that they issued was, uh, the Biden administration made the right decision to bring Brittany Griner home and to make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for one that wasn't going to happen. In other words, they are in one accord with the choice that the Biden administration made to release Brittany Griner, uh, because it was clear that uh, both of them were not going to be released. Mm -hmm. And it made more sense to go ahead and release Brittany Griner. There have been people spouting off untruths and so on and so forth. Look at the two crimes. Brittany Griner was charged with a uh, cannabis oil um, uh, infraction. Paul Whelan was charged with espionage. He was charged with espionage. 
A lot of things going on with this young man. Let's look at his background because people are not talking about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to spew some facts here. I'm not throwing shade. I'm right. just going to throw some facts here. This gentleman uh, holds citizenships. He is an, uh, an American citizen, but he is also a citizen of Canada, Ireland, and the UK. So he has a number of passports. He's in a Marine, but uh, he has a very shady uh, background in the military. He was accused of spying by Russia because he was found with an USB uh, drive containing a list of all employees at, at a classified security agency. He also had $80,000 on him at the time of his arrest in Russia. Now, before that, I touched on his military background. He uh, was court-martialed on multiple counts of larceny and was discharged on bad conduct related to dereliction of duty, making false statements and using a false social security number and passing bad checks. So once he was released from the military, he supposedly went to Russia for a friend's wedding. It was there in Russia that uh, he was found in possession of a, uh, a USB drive. Now, Russian security obviously had been following this young man for a while. And when they saw this USB drive being passed on to him, he was immediately arrested. And what they found on the drive does seem to substantiate a charge that this young man was spying. Mm -hmm. Let me let me jump in. Let me jump in. Yes, please. Can I jump, jump in. Jump. Yes, because <laughs> yes, I know so, you got something so, to say on that. <laughs> so first, first, first of all, I'm glad you came with your research. You yes. came black with facts because that's exactly. what I, that's what I'm also on Twitter, and that's what I was also noticing is that people are just looking for popular opinions and retweeting mm -hmm. um, without doing their homework. Yes. All right. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you you uh you did your research and you came came with receipts. Um so first of all, I found that same information. So I'm not mm -hmm. going to I'm not going to tag on to any of that because what you said was very accurate. The only thing I'm going to exactly. add the only thing I'm going to add on is what I'm also seeing from what appears to be MAGA supporters um or some re Republican supporters, because what yes. I'm also see, I'm, I'm I'm hearing on on that side of the political um, party, what I'm hearing is Brittany Griner was only released because she is an athletic star, um, mm. and that's why. And that very well may be true. Um, and what also is being missed is, as an NFL star. There was also, I'm sorry, NBA. a w, a WNBA star. As a mm -hmm. WNBA star, there was a lot of people that came to her support, uh, people in entertainment. And I'm not talking about just race, but there were particularly people in the Black entertainment and athletic uh, realm that came to her support um, yeah. that was urging Biden 
uh, to step up and, and have her release. But what's also being missed is for any Republican supporter or MAGA supporter that said Biden was influenced to do a prison prisoner exchange because of her athletic stardom or mm-hmm. her race, whatever. What's also being missed is that for Paul Whelan, Whelan, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but I have mm-hmm. seen his name mentioned, um, was he was also incarcerated in 2018. Who was president in 2018? It sure wasn't Thank Biden. You. It wasn't Biden. Correct. So it was not, wasn't Biden. So there's two things I just I just want to summarize in that whole uh that whole fact is if if the release of Paul Whelan was that important to to a Republican or a MAGA, there was two years that Trump had the ability to do a prisoner exchange in 2018 and 2019 when he was president. Yes. How come how come you are not criticizing him? Because mm-hmm. he had the ability and the time to also do the the prisoner exchange, but also yes. just really want to come back to. Uh, actually, there's there's two other things I want to mention. Um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, Paul Whelan's background, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say that that's a reason for his. Re- that's a reason to fight against his release. But what I also want to acknowledge is when people say that we have a marine that's being incarcerated. Um, in an international con- country, what we need to preface preface is that's a former Marine because he was that's discharged. Right. He was discharged. Exactly. Discharged. That's a former Marine. So let's get yes. that get that straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I also just want to say this because, um, you know, I don't I don't want to be insensitive to his family. Yes. Um, and I just want to say that we can be happy for Brittany Griner, but also still support the release of Mr. Whalen um, yes. um and bring him home as well. But it doesn't mean that we have to say it has to be, you know, one person is more deserving of a release than the other. I don't we don't I don't want to go down that yeah. road. Uh, we don't we need to go be. down that road. So and that's I, I'll where stop they, it there. That, that's where they seem to be going down that road is one needed to be released because they had a military background and, and the other is just an it, and that's a former uh, military background. Mm-hmm. I also want to acknowledge that Black Twitter showed up and showed out for Brittany Griner. We kept her in the spotlight. Celebrities and other uh, individuals who had large platforms kept it in the forefront. Where was MAGA on that same energy for Paul Whelan? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until Brittany Griner was released that all of a sudden Paul Whelan is uh, getting the same energy. And it's only because Black Twitter, mainly Black Twitter, showed up and showed out. Mm-hmm. and kept Brittany Griner in the spotlight. So don't blame us because we got on our stumps. Mm-hmm. Don't blame us for that. Mm-hmm. And on that second note, let's keep the energy going for Paul Whelan. Absolutely. He deserve to come home as well. Mm-hmm. So let's all keep that same energy for him. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Our second topic is on Deion Sanders. Oh. Deion Sanders, uh, former NFL star, uh, Hall of Fame inductee, mm -hmm. um, former head coach of Jackson State University, recently accepted a position as head coach of uh, Colorado University of Colorado. And there mm -hmm. has been some criticism um, in terms of people saying that he turned his back on an HBCU. Um, mm -hmm. He did not um, fulfill his promises to that institution as far as elevating an HBCU uh, to national recognition um, and so on and so forth. Um, and there are some, some people saying that he chased the bag, saying mm -hmm. that he chased uh, my salary um, for um, – for those that don't know, he's being paid $5 million, I believe it's per year, um, to mm -hmm. the University of Colorado, much higher than he was being paid at Jackson State University. Yeah. But there's a lot of criticism, especially from the Black community, about his accepting of this position. Um, mm -hmm. But I want you to start this one this one off, Ma, because you are a graduate of an HBCU. Um, so you have um, a lot to add in this, in this topic. So... Take it wherever you want to take it, Ma. Okay. Yes, to? I am a graduate of an HBCU, uh, Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio, class of 1978. Very proud to say that. I feel like I do have skin in this game to talk about it and to uh, chastise my Black Twitter friends and uh, non-friends and sports for, analysts, because there there are some sports, sports analysts, analysts that are also so critical and so forth for uh, their uh, negative reaction to Deion Sanders' decision. Now, having said that, and having uh, said that, uh, pointed out that I'm an HBCU graduate, I know how tough it is for HBCUs. I came into my uh, alma mater in uh, 1974, and that university was hit by an F5 tornado uh, in uh, April of 1974, and my class came in September, that fall of 1974. That campus looked like it had been hit by a bomb. And I can remember sitting in the classroom uh, while instructors are teaching, and construction workers are hammering, putting roofs on the building. The president of that university did everything possible to keep that university open, and he was successful. When people from all spectrums saying, close it down, close it down. Fortunately, uh, Central State remained open. They held a, the commencement in the football field that year because there wasn't a substantial building uh, ready enough to hold it. So the central, central state ran through, went through uh, a lot of uh, trying times during my four years there. Mm -hmm. As with all HBCUs, even they, they, they struggle, regardless of whether it, uh, it was a man-made catastrophe that hit them or a mother nature catastrophe. Let's jump forward to Deion Sanders. He came into Jackson State and uh, contributed 
far more than just his football skills to that university in three years. And much of what he did was with his own money, his own money, buying uniforms for them, upgrading their practice facilities, donating uh, whatever he could to, to upgrade the, the, the campus as a whole. The football field. The football field. Mm -hmm. The football field. Even buying the team meals and so on and so forth. All in three years, bringing them championship notoriety. Not only that, it challenge, he challenged other graduates from HBCUs to, who have made it successfully in the sports arena to go back and uh, build up their alma maters, which some of them did begin to do. But it all started with Deion Sanders. So is he beholden to stay there? We holler that we want other institutions to give our men a chance from college to NFL. We holler we want black coaches in the NFL. So if he left Jackson State to go coach Dallas, who has never had a black coach, would you still be criticizing him? I have a lot to speak on this, but mom, I'm gonna okay. let you I'm gonna let you take it first. But I know I want to talk on this subject. Okay, but but don't we all build up our resumes in order to make ourselves more attractive to the next level? But what they're saying, what 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 I'm hearing is more attractive to white to, white, to a white institution to a white institution. And I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. But I, I'm not feeling the the white institution thing. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm feeling. That's not what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Um. I do understand some people calling it that and looking at it that from that perspective. I do get that. But on the same token, I just my personal opinion, I don't think he was wrong to leave Jackson State. Mm -hmm. I think he left Jackson State in good shape mm -hmm. for the next person coming in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the main thing. You always want to leave a place better than it was when you got there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, to me, you're really a failure. If mm -hmm. you were in charge of something and they brought you in to upgrade and you didn't leave and you left it and you didn't leave it better than what it was before you got there, then you have failed, in my right. opinion. Let me take it from there because I'm glad that's that's exactly where I wanted to take it. Mm -hmm. so I want to jump in and I want to use uh, how I lead my career. And mm -hmm. when I created a leadership program, what I told any individual that participated in my leadership program, how I felt in terms of loyalty when it comes to a job. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in loyalty when it comes to a job. What mm -hmm. I believe is we have a mutual understanding of what are your goals and 
is am I meeting those goals? And whenever yes. I leave, is the job better than what I inherited? Yes. That's what I believe. I don't believe in attaching any number of years. I don't believe that there's a loyalty that I have to stay at a position for any number of years. But I do believe that the job will always be better than what I in inherited. But I do not believe yes. in job loyalty. That's it. That's All right. What All I'm right. All right. So with that, with that being said, let's go to Dion. Mm -hmm. So first of all, let's, I want to talk about this, this criticism of chasing a bag. Yes, he is being paid far more than what he was being paid at Jackson State. He was, mm -hmm. he also donated half his salary, by the way, to upgrade those facilities at Jackson State. So it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it, when you donate half your salary, my thought is, you're not there for the money because if you're there for the money, you would you would you would deposit every every month every dime every dollar that yes. But he donated half his salary to upgrade the facilities. That's number one. But also, if you don't know Deion Sanders, and I do because I was a fan of Deion Sanders when he played. Um, certainly, he played for one of my beloved franchises, the 49ers, and I was very mm -hmm. happy when he was there and brought a championship Super Bowl there. But if you don't know Deion Sanders, I want to give you a little bit of homework, a little bit of research. Yes. As a player, a two-sport professional athlete, by the way, he paid professionally for the NFL and he also paid professionally for MLB. Two-sport mm -hmm. athlete. He mm -hmm. has a net worth at the time he retired from, from both sports. He had a net worth of over $40 million in the decade, in a little bit over a decade that he played those two sports. Mm -hmm. After retirement, he was a sports analyst for CBS and the NFL Network, where he was paid $1 million per year for his contributions as an NFL analyst. So he was still making money Yes. after retirement. He also has endorsements with Nike, Pizza Hut, GMC, Van Heusen, American Express, and Aflac. I know you've seen the Aflac commercials. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yes. he was also getting paid for that. Some of those same endorsements he utilized to help upgrade Jackson State's program. That's why you mm -hmm. see Jackson State with the alternative uniforms during games. Uh, they also have, they also are sponsored by Under Armour. They also, uh, yes, yes. So those so same endorsements, he also leaned on those endorsements and those companies yes. to to invest in the upgrade of those facilities. So, so I find it very I find it very hard to believe that he would be chasing a bag for five million dollars when that when he made 40 million dollars as a player, he was still mm -hmm. making a minimum of one million dollars as an NF as a as an NFL analyst and he mm -hmm. has several endorsements. My guess is that he has money in the bank. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. not even counting. That's not even counting the retirement that NFL players get from the NFL. Just so you yeah. know, when a player retires from the NFL, they also get some uh, retirement insurance to help pay for medical expenses and so on and yeah. so forth. So yeah, not even gonna mention that. I didn't even touch that. So I find that hard to believe. So let's just hopefully that's enough information for somebody to think he he went in he went and chased the bag. But yeah. Also, uh, the second thing I want to comment on is for people saying that he. He turned his back on, on, on players and he left those players that he recruited high and dry. Listen to his first interview in front of the Colorado players that would be returning back for a second season. 
he stood in front of those players and said, I just want you to know that some of y'all should probably jump in the transfer portal right now because you, you probably won't make this team. And you know why? It's because I'm bringing my own luggage and it's Louie. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> They're what not does that listening. Mean? They're not so, listening. <laughs> yes. So, so when 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 he stood in front of run up front of his players at Colorado and said, um, "I'm coming here in a couple of weeks, and I just want you to want to let you know that there's a couple positions and there's a, co a couple of coaching positions that are already taken because I'm bringing my own luggage and it's Louis." What that means is mm -hmm. those same high profile players that he recruited at Jackson State mm -hmm. are coming with him to Colorado in the transfer portal. Thank you. Thank you. And for those Thank players you. and for those players that will not be transferring with him, I if you haven't watched Coach Prime on YouTube, it documents his his two seasons, it documents two seasons at Jackson State that interviews players, coaching staff and Prime of how he changed that program. Um and it's a it's about 12 12 episodes. It's on YouTube for free, but you, you use that. Yeah. There's a couple episodes, and I don't want to dominate this, but I want to make sure I mention this. There's a no, couple you're episodes. Doing well. You're doing well. I'm good. All right, I'm good. There's no, a couple talk about receipts. <laughs> there's a there's 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 a couple episodes where he trained those players. Where I was not trained. Yes, he coached those players on media training. Mm -hmm. How to stand in front of media? How to answer questions? So and, very and, and 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 it's so it's very a true teaching moment, true teaching moment. Yeah. He held accountability. There are several episodes where he stood in front of his team and said, Some of y'all are not holding it down in the classroom. And I need you to do that first before you step on this field. And if you don't mm -hmm. do that, I will replace you. Mm -hmm. There's also episodes where he told players, sorry. You know, I, I really appreciate the work ethic you gave in, but really you 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 don't have you can't make this team. And mm -hmm. what I do want to want to wish you the best. And I want to make sure that you graduate because you're still a student here at Jackson State. You're just mm -hmm. not what we're looking for on this team. And he was very mm -hmm. honest. And so. That's right. So just so you know, there were some players that he cut. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So. The last thing I want to say, and that's the honesty, the last thing I want to say as far as being humble. There actually, there's two things I want to mention. The humbleness. Let's not forget about the Mississippi water cry crisis. Oh, Mississippi went you. through that water cry crisis. Do you know that he also, he's a million dollar person, but do you also know that he was staying in hotels with his coaches? He was taking baths in pools with his coaches and he was down 10 toes down with his team as they yes. were going through that water crisis that water crisis all right mm -hmm. so it wasn't like he looked at himself as better the last thing i will say is when he had the surgery that almost um mm -hmm. amputated it is just his his folks and everything he went through mm -hmm. that 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 surgery Mm -hmm. He said that and the doctor said that you're going to have to miss several weeks. He said, hell no, you figure it out. But I'm not I'm not missing no games and everything. And so the last so I want to wrap it up by saying this. In the three years that he was there, those football players. 
from what I saw in the documentary and what I've seen from the comments from that entire athletic program, that they are mm -hmm. grateful. Yes. For what he taught and what he instilled. They are better individuals, better men there. Mm -hmm. Some will follow them, follow him, and some won't. And for the the for those that will not follow him, it appears that he has handed down some very important values to be yes. in life. Yes. If, that they might that not have years, seen. And if, that, and, if did, and if he did that in three years, mm -hmm. he can still do that at Colorado State because Colorado's there's nothing to say that Colorado State has to be an all-white team. He can still take young black men and, and instill those values in them at Colorado. Thank so you. It doesn't have to stop there. It doesn't. It doesn't. Very well said. Ah, very well said. Very well said. Any anything I I I, I have to go off on that one. I <laughs> 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 had to go off on that. Oh, no, I, I thought yeah, I knew I missed one. I knew I missed no one. I came with receipts. I came with receipts. Yes, you did. Yeah, yes, I came you with receipts. Paid in full. Paid yeah. in full. Yeah. <laughs> You can miss me if it don't have a receipt. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. But also, also, I think there's a perception of how we look at Colorado as far as, yeah. you know, it is Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. One would have to think that there isn't a lot of black people in Colorado. I certainly mm -hmm. don't know the census there, but there is a perception that, um, you know, he he is going to a predominantly PDY, PD, PW, PWI, which it is. Mm -hmm. And also, but I also want to acknowledge that Colorado, um, their last five head coaches, four out of the last five head coaches have been black. So I do want to okay. acknowledge that, that um, mm -hmm. I don't and think I'm sure that he Colorado. Took that into consideration before he made, I'm sure he took that into consideration before he said yes. Right. He probably looked at the uh, demographics and the population of black coaches at that institution before he said yes. And the inclusion of how mm -hmm. that athletic program operates, because if four yeah. out of the last five head mm -hmm. coaches have been black, mm -hmm. I would like to believe that they're not just coming to hire me because I'm black. Because I'm black. Yes. You know, so. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Very good. You handled that one. <laughs> I, I was waiting on that one. You handled that one. I sat on that one for a week. <laughs> All right. Well, you were always a primetime fan growing oh, up. Oh, I, 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 I love Dion with you know, that. I know that. Falcons you know and I know that. You remember, do you remember how excited I was when he went to the 49ers? Yes, I do remember. Yeah. I do remember. I do remember. So now we're going to shift into the final segment of the show. Mm -hmm. This is the airing it out segment. This is when mm -hmm. we air it out on anything from sports to world news, politics, entertainment. Anything is on the table. So, Ma, start us off. Who are you airing it out on this week? I'm going to air it out on Donald Trump and the subpoenas that he's been dodging. <laughs> now, this is just ridiculous. Uh -huh. This is just ridiculous. First of all, he was subpoenaed by the January 6th committee 
to come in. He has not answered that subpoena. He has also uh, been uh, subpoenaed uh, for um, uh, te- uh, declassified information. Yeah, that he, he had. He brought the files. And they on. just found out now that he had more declassified information in a storage container in Florida. Come on. Come on. Where is the Justice Department? Hello? Where is the DOJ? Now, the uh, Manhattan uh, jury has found his, his organizations guilty on uh, multiple tax evasion charges. His name and his family's name were mentioned throughout that whole uh, trial, but no indictment for Trump. Or his family. Or the family. Or the family. Come on, DOJ. Where are you? And like you said, you don't want to hear any more on filibustering and bipartisan. I don't want to hear any more special counsel to investigate this and a special counsel to investigate that and a special judge to investigate this and this and that. I'm going to need to see some indictments coming down the pike before this man's campaign gets underway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one should be holding the top office in the land with all this baggage. No one. Yeah. That's what I'm airing it out on. I agree. I agree because it's getting tiring every time you hear a report that uh, this part, this person and this organization and this tie to Trump has been brought up in investigation <laughs> and this person mm-hmm. has been subpoenaed and then you don't see no one go to trial. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's just like, Mm-hmm. No, you see everybody go to trial, but him, but him, but him, you know everybody what I said, trial, you know what him. I said, I, you know what I said, I said, I said, Trump has a file cabinet on everyone <laughs> who has the ability to mm-hmm. uh, take him to prison, mm-hmm. file cabinet on everybody. And anytime it gets mm-hmm. close, you got that, you got that, you got that file cabinet. just want to let you know that I got a file. I got some dirt <laughs> on you. And. <laughs> Lindsey Graham, <laughs> Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. Who else do I want to name? Um, <laughs> the dude in Kentucky. Mitch McConnell. Uh, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he got dirt on all of them. And that's why he that's that's why in my in my opinion he would never go to prison. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad you aired it out on that. Yes, yes. And you still have these individuals who won't denounce him. And and we'll 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 say well I will vote for whoever the Republican nominee is. They're all writing that narrative mm-hmm. when yeah. asked, "Will you support Donald Trump?" So that's what I'm airing it out on. I'm just tired of this uh, this this ducking and dodging subpoenas. I'm mm-hmm. tired of it. Well, 
that wraps up the show. Uh, thank you again for listening. Um, as always, Ma, you have the last word. So close us out. What do you have, want to share? Well, uh, I just want to give a shout out uh, again to the Biden administration for uh, the Marriage Equality Act being passed in Congress. Bold, bold move. Biden had a good week. I've got to say the, the administration had a very good week. So uh, congratulations. Shout out for that, uh, th that bill being passed in Congress. Okay. Well, this is airing it out with my dukes and son. I'm Ziggy Blackwell. And I'm Jeanette Blackwell. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.